Alright, everybody. How y'all doing? Today's gonna be a little different episode of Doken Wen as, um, well... It's just me today! Hayden! Dale is sick and Will has taken care of some things. So, I've made jokes before about just being a single episode, like you, but maybe a time or two there's just me leading an episode. Which, I personally never thought that that would ever come into fruition, if I'm being honest. I thought we were going to have a Dale and Will episode before we had a me episode. But I guess I was wrong. That's okay. So it was kind of odd. It's maybe a shorter one, but you know, I got to keep I'm going to keep up with how I want my show done. My show is well, just talking Doken. It's like right now I'm trying to do um Get the final medals for the Tech, uh, Kale, and Khalifla, which I said I wasn't going to summon for. I did say it, but you know I went and put those hundred stones in and got got a, uh, two copies of them, so that's okay. I'm happy with them. There's some really good units. If you haven't summoned for them, I recommend you go summon for them. Very, very, very powerful units, honestly. As much as I hate to admit it. I did gripe about it in our um, Death of Doken episode, but I hate that these gals are so They're just so good annoying at how good they honestly honestly are so today's episode being a solo episode is like i said it's gonna be a little different i may go my tangents are it's probably gonna be more straightforward doken than episodes have been in the past without the tangents and stuff so i guess we'll call this more an informational episode but dale unfortunately was who came well not dale the idea was actually it was dale's idea because it was an episode like i maybe episode four or five he came up with the idea of um what if we rebuilt some units like take units out there, just take them from scratch. We'll take AGL, like a brand, like a unit out there, and we don't like how it's built. We'll go over the entirety of the unit and give that unit a brand new build, percentages, leader skills, super attack buff, all that good stuff. And so since it is just me, I think I'll go through ten characters, just to uh, I guess kind of fill in a little bit more of the time of this. You know, I might, might I might not. Who knows? This could still only be a thirty-minute episode. I hope that's not the case. I hope I at least by myself can get it to like 45. But um, we'll see how it goes. So first unit on my thing, we'll call it the honorable mention out of my list that I would rebuild. I also have some music playing in the background, so hopefully this doesn't get copywritten. I'll be really upset if so. But um, one of the first units that I personally would rebuild, my honorable mention we'll call it, is AGL Movie Boss Turles. Now, Movie Boss Turles, for all of you out there who know, he's three key 150 stats to Movie Bosses, or three key 50% stats for Extreme Type. Meteor Burst, it's a super attack, uh, causes immense damage with medium chance to so stun the enemy. That's a 20. That's a 30% chance. His passive, he gives him, uh, he gives all allies three key 40% attack, lowers enemy attack, uh, super enemies attack by 15%. Superclass enemies attack minus 15% and activates tree of fruit, fruit of the Tree of Might boost when conditions are met. And those conditions are he has a 25% chance to activate for three turns and HP is 80% or below. And then when he transforms, the super attack becomes a Calamity Blaster with a 50% chance to stun enemy. He has 130% attack and defense, recovers 15% HP, uh, HP and lowers enemy superclass enemies defense by 80% at start of turn. So this Turles unit we're going to talk about. I'm not going to talk about his transform state. I really am okay with his transform state. In all honesty, he's really 
really good unit. There's only one thing I would do. I would add... I would. He doesn't really need it, but I would give him key in his um, transform state. Like, give himself three key. But what I would mostly do is for this Turles, we can also count this more or less for an easy A, would be um, change... His, well, first thing is change his three key 50% to extreme class into 70%. Because even when we came, this Turles came out, 50% was not enough of a buff. 50% was going way back to the begin the olden days, back in my day, leads of Doken. So I would make him a three key 70% lead just for, for extreme cl class, which would have helped a little bit, because he was mostly used. You take him on his movie bosses team, he could take units you know, like Kid Boo, or um, we'll take what would be another one, AG, not AGL Muzumasu. Um, we'll say AGL Rose or something like that that does support the rotation for extreme class, but. They decided to make it 50%, so it really wasn't viable back then. I would also have his um, super attack great, uh, raise his defense for three turns on super. You know, 30% defensive raise, just because Turles here is not a defensive unit. He's a mu much like one of the later units we're going to talk about on this list that has no natural defense to him. And that is a very big problem for this unit. I know his whole kit is he's a supporting unit, and when he transforms, he becomes a monster. But you actually, from every person I've ever heard talk about Turles here, you want him in his base form, his non-transformed state, because he's better in his supporting. The three-key 40% attack for the entire rotation is much better than 130% attack and defense to start a turn. The 50% HP recovery is really good, but this three-key 40% support is actually more of a thing. So back, so like I said, he gives himself. He actually has no base attack. He just has support on him. So I would give him. I would give him sixty percent attack and defense at start of turn. He'd be so for himself. He'd be give himself a hundred percent stats attack, or with his support included. So give him sixty uh, percent defense, and then on top, so allowing him to have a much better thing. It's not a whole lot of defense, but it's better than what he has, which is pretty much zilch. And even if they didn't do that, have him greatly raise defense for three turns on, or even heck, one turn. I'd personally say three turns. But have him greatly raise defense for three turns on super attack, allowing him to be more defensive, be a more defensive unit. Because there have been times I've seen this guy taken into challenging events where he's a supporting role, but he gets hit for, we'll say, 80,000 damage on a normal attack. That's a bit extreme, but. There are some things like that. I saw like one of the buddies in our Discord took him and Intelligence Goku Black into the God event. And both of them were getting knocked around like no man's business. And yeah, he'd be my honorable um, mention. And so like, I have nine other units I'm going to talk about in this list for hopefully as long as I can. <clears throat> Which may not be as long as I want because we're not even ten minutes in and I got my first. But um... That's okay. We'll get this taken care of. I'll get it taken care of. Everything will be A-O-K. Starting off with my actual first unit on the list. The first unit on my list that I would change is the, um, I gotta find him. AGL Tapion. Even after Easy A, I still hate AGL Tapion. Very, very annoying unit. Powerful, yes. Annoying, also yes. Just because of his passive, one big thing out there, if you're a new listener to Doken Wen, go check out our other episodes. I, I, I have expressed my hatred for some units in this game. A lot of units, if I'm being honest. 
But um, Tapion is one of them that even after his easy A, I said he got better. I still dislike a whole lot. Like, I would rather not run him than... I'd rather run a Cyberman than him on a lot of his teams. I don't care. The only time I really ever use him is on giant form. Even like storied figures, I will, if I can ever find him, I do take him there just to link up with the Tapion and Minosha LR. But I still don't like him. So Tapion, if it is, once he easy A's, he is three key and 160% to giant form categories. And he increases the maximum amount of transformations by one. That right there is okay. At a super attack, he lowers, uh, he causes immense damage and lowers the attack and defense by enemy. That's 20% lowering. He gives himself 120% attack and defense to start a turn and reduces damage by 50%. Unconditional. That right there is A-OK. -okay. However, whenever you fall below 50% HP, you get an additional 80% attack. And then you can also transform into a Harutagarn whenever you, whenever you fall below 50% HP. And that right there is the biggest problem I have with this unit, is the, um... You have fall below 50% in order to activate, to proc two specific things. The transformation, which is good on his own, along with, and then the transformation, and then you have an additional 80% attack buff. Which, one thing I have expressed when it comes down to Tapion, though the unit himself is good, he is limited by the amount of use you can get with his offensive numbers. Because, if you take him into a team, we'll take an example of Super Battle Road. Prime example. We'll take, say, Giant Form Super Battle Road. Because Giant Form is a little challenging if you don't have the right units on it. So you take him in there, get him fall below 50% HP, he transforms into a Rudigard. Turns come about, he goes and either kills the enemy or he uh, or he doesn't kill the enemy. We'll take the, we'll, just for the sake of this example, we'll say he does not kill said enemy. He then comes back that next rotation with his 80% with his 200% attack, which is very, very good. However, in a situation where you get below low enough HP to utilize need that fit that transformation, you're not gonna want to be that low of HP. So we'll take that giant form super battle road. <clears throat> Once you fall transform back into Tapion, you're gonna immediately want to heal back up. So you don't risk taking that much damage again. Because if you're below 50% HP, that means you can die pretty easily. If you are below that HP threshold. Meaning that the... So that next turn that Tapion comes around, that 80% buff is no longer going to be there. So he's just getting 120% attack and defense as opposed to 200% attack and 120% defense. And I really do not like that. I do not like the fact that he's limited by that, especially whenever he's also limited... By a transformation mechanic. So me personally, if I rebuilt this Tapion, this is just me on here. There's one of two ways I would actually rebuild Tapion here. <clears throat> if you fall below 70% HP, then you get your 80% attack buff, and then you also have your 50% threshold. It's a lot easier to get to the 70% and not need to heal than it is 50% and need to heal. Not need to heal. The other one would be once you fall below 50% HP. You get that 80% attack for the rest of the game. For the, for the rest of the, um, I get not the turn, but the rest of the event. So let's take Infinite Dragon Ball History. Turn one, you fall below 50% HP. And then come turn five or whatever, when he transforms back from Harutagarn, he has that 200% buff. He's going to have that 200% buff for the rest of the uh, Infinite Dragon Ball History. Allowing him to do a lot better than the fluctuating numbers through it. 
And um, also key. I would give him key. Because if you don't have him linked up with like a uh, Tapion unit, his key is slight is kind of lacking. So I would have him give uh, give him up a two key, like an additional two key and passive. So at least if he's on his, his uh, giant form team, he'll give himself eight key. But granted, he has a transform, which transform link gives two key. But just for the most, in all honesty, I would rather him just give himself two key naturally, and then whatever he gets from his passive, uh, passive is um, linking. As opposed to just 120% attack and defense with 50% damage reduction. And then a additional 80% if HP is below 50%. <clears throat> it, just, like, it limits the unit a whole lot in his um, numbers. My opinion. That is just my personal opinion. Some people out there I know really like um, Apion. They even like, liked him before Easy. I'm not. I'm one of the people who never liked him. I liked him when he first came out. As I started playing... And using him, I started to realize I did not like his unit. And there are some people out there who do agree with me that his unit is not is a very wonky built unit, even for what it was back in the day when he first came out. So that'd be that. So Tapion is my number. Well, my number nine is my ninth unit, leading into another AGL unit, which is Android 13. AGL Android 13 to be exact. So AGL Android 13, he is target Goku. Target Goku or Android's category, 3 key, 130% to HP, and 170% to attack and defense, as his leader skill. He causes immense damage to enemy, greatly lowers defense with a medium chance of stunning the enemy. Passive skill, he gives himself 130% attack and defense. Android's category allies, 2 key, 30% attack and defense. Attacks guaranteed to hit and transformed when conditions are met. And whenever he transforms... Is um, just after like uh, it's a fifth turn. I believe it's fifth turn. Yeah, fifth turn when there are two or more androids category allies on the team, and then after he transforms, his whole his uh, kit becomes super attack, causes immense damage to enemy, massively, ma massively, massively lowers defense with a medium chance of stunning the enemy, and his pass becomes three key, 130% attack and defense plus an additional. 13% uh, attack and defense per target Goku category ally on the team. Attacks guaranteed to hit and disables enemy guard. Performs a critical hit when facing an enemy whose name includes Goku, Youth Captain Junior GT Exclude. Now, that one thing that I would honestly change about him, the biggest thing I would change about him, would be his um, transformation. Because it is what is known as a force transformation. You have no control over this unit's transformation. And running him... As someone who runs androids a little more frequently than he probably should, especially over on global side, um, that actually hinders the team slightly. Because they do not have good enough supports to actually run on a team, except for um, 13 here. 13 here, is the, at least on global side, before we get some EZAs, is the best support for an android category thing. Better than the physical androids, because I think all they do is they give attack, not defense. So I wish, one thing I would change about this is it's an active skill transformation. Like STR Cooler, Physical Golden Frieza. Stuff like that, which is whenever on that fifth turn, if there are two or more Android allies on the team, then you transform. Allowing this unit a little more versatility because you could have him linked up with himself, base form with transform state. Or you could have this one, say, turn 10, helping out some of the stronger units on the team. Like we'll say STR Cell or... um. Uh, AGL Super 17. 
because those guys right there would benefit a whole lot from 13 support as opposed to super 13 just critting and doing stuff. And then also you have to take into you'd also take into account of the transformation 13, AGL transformation 13 getting an even bigger buff from Android 13 himself. That supporting on there along and linking with him would make him fusion unit a lot better unit than what he already is because he's honestly a really powerful unit the guaranteed hits and crits against goku units are very powerful very very good i've seen a lot of people overlook that one aspect of this unit and it kind of disappoints me that people don't um think that much on this unit because of the transformation requirement not the requirement the transformation um abilities we'll say i think is the right word to phrase it so yeah, I would honestly make his active make his transformation an active skill, and I'd have him be three key with his thirty percent uh, support as opposed to two key, just because you know, why not? And if he ever got an easy A, we'll also add an easy A in there. I want him to give an additional thirteen percent attack and defense to um, target Goku category allies, just because you know thirteen is one hundred and thirty percent and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, there's my, um, what was that, eight? Yeah. Yeah, that's my eighth one. Sorry, guys. We're running this on my own. It's kind of hard to keep track with um, my units. Next unit I would rebuild would actually be a more, um, I'm not going to say recent one. There he is. I know he's not a more recent one. Very, 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 very old unit. One of my favorite tech-type units in the game. It is Tech Weiss. Tech Weiss is an old, old, older, older, older unit. Very much older unit. I'm not even entirely sure when this unit came out, but he's an old unit out there for players who don't know. But Tech Weiss. AGL, Tech, and Strength-type key, 2, and stats plus 30%. That's how old this guy is. This is TUR, by the way. Does a supreme damage to enemy and lowers attack. His passive skill, which is why I like this, so, like him so much. Uh, enemy attacked enemies attack minus twenty percent and high chance to stun the attacked enemy. So whenever he hits, he has a fifty percent chance to just stun the enemy for the turn. Now, like I said, this trunk not trunks. Why well, I said trunks? This Weiss is a much older unit in the game, meaning he's not going to be as um, his kit's going to be a little different than what later units would. Be. We'll take it. Heck, if you even take this Weiss compared to the STR Weiss in his UR SSR form, that Weiss is 10 times better than what this Weiss is ever going to be. I wish we can also include this for, I guess, EZA later on down the road if they want to do this. But I, a couple things I wish this Weiss could do. I wish he lowered enemy attack and defense on Supered and had a, um, a chance to stun on a Super Attack too, not just his passive. Because that stun is literally just for one turn. He taps him. Let's say if it's the final attack of the turn, he attacks an enemy that's intelligence type that's about to super him. We'll take in God Event. If you can stun the God, and the, if you could stun in the God Event, he'd he'd hit um what's his name Gene I think Gene. Stun him for one turn. That next turn he would not be stunned. So I wish that stun would last. So that super attack stunning would actually benefit the unit a lot more. Uh, I'm fine with the enemy attack minus 20%, but I wish that was unconditional. And then he lowered the enemy attack by an additional 10% after attack. So he's always 20% down, and then an additional 10% whenever he attacks for uh, two turns. 
And then I want this Whis to give himself a, um, su not support, but I want him to give himself three key. And for, for, we're going 30 lower stats, so we'll give him 50% attack and defense at start of turn. Because this Whis is not strong in any way, shape, or form. His whole thing is his uh, stunning chance, which I really, I'm really happy with that stun chance. That's a big reason I like this one, but I want him to have, uh, at, at most three key 50% stats, at least two key 30% to um, attack and defense and passive. But this Whis is a very, like I said, good unit. If you out there are struggling with Super Battle Road and want to risk it, I have beaten Super Battle Road with this Whis. His stuns come in clutch, and it doesn't help that my Whis 20 dodge in him. But this Whis has actually done a really good job. So I like this Whis, and I think he deserved a mention on this list. He's not an honorable mention because he is ones that are getting kind of the bad aspect of units. Just, you know, me personally saying that. But, yeah, so there, that Tech Whis is absolutely one of them. So, or, is that it? Hold on, my brain. My brain. My brain's messing up. Um, 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 okay. So, first one was Turles. No, Turles, Tapion, 13, Weiss. Okay, I'm at, I got six more. I gotta go through my other, gotta go through my other. Sorry, guys, I'm running this solo. I have a hard time keeping up track, keeping track of how I want to do, of how I would do stuff, but I'm doing my absolute best here, so I apologize if this sounds unprofessional. But this is Doken Wen. Are we ever professional on Doken Wen? No. All right, next unit we're going to talk about is a, um, uh, this is actually a slightly more recent unit in the game. Do it's a Dokenfest Tech Janemba. Tech Janemba here is a um, Corroded Body and Mind, three key, 170% of stats, or Extreme Class, three key, 130% of stats. He raises defense for one turn on super and causes immense damage to enemy. He gives himself 120% attack and defense and guards all attacks. Extreme class allies key plus two plus an additional 30% attack and defense with four or more type key spheres obtained. Reduces damage by 30% with two or more rainbow key spheres obtained. And then when he's transformed, it can be activated after receiving um, five attacks or more. This is an active skill transformation. He transforms into Super Janemba, who's a super tech, raises attack and defense for one turn, causes immense damage to enemy. He gives himself 180% attack and defense, randomly changes key spheres of a certain type to either rainbow or a type key. So it's basically, it could either be randomly change an AGL one into a strength one, or change that AGL one into a rainbow one. Uh, plus an additional 40% attack with three or more type key spheres obtained, and a high chance of evading enemy super attack when uh, collecting one rainbow key sphere. Now, this Shinemba, very good unit. I, I, I've seen a lot of people hate on this unit. I can hate on him, I hate on him too. But in all honesty, he's not a terrible unit is he the best absolutely not but um he's not the worst either one thing i would change about him is i would have him greatly raise his defense for one turn in a super attack just because this is and this is for a fat janemba we'll call this baby janemba not baby janemba we'll just call this normal janemba and super janemba sword form i would have him greatly raise defense because this janemba is supposed to be a um more defensive unit if you can, it, it's very obvious in his kit but one problem with this um, Janemba is his um, kit of the numerous orbs and stuff. 
If you compare him to AGL Tapion, it came out at the exact same time. AGL Tapion gives two key 30% to stats while super class attack and defense with three type key spheres of pain. Whereas Janemba needs four and then he gets uh, damage reduction with two or more rainbow key spheres. Meaning this Janemba is a lot more starved for orbs to get his full capability as Pika, as opposed to Pika. So one thing I would do is drop this Pika, this Pikon, just Janemba's support from four key sphere, spheres to three which I think a lot of people would agree with. That way it helped the team out a heck of a lot more. It's a lot easier to get three orbs, three of the same color orbs than it is four. As someone who's random a lot, even if you know how to maneuver and um, adjust the field to what you want it to be, it's still a hard thing to do. <laughs> As opposed to, you know, three. That'd be one thing. And I would also change his, his um, damage reduction to one rainbow key sphere. One rainbow key sphere for 30% damage reduction as opposed to two. Granted, two keys, rainbow key spheres isn't the hardest thing in the world to do, but um, it's still not always going to happen. And there are some events where you need this damage reduction in order to make him do really well, which is why I also included the greatly raising defense in his super attack. So you can have the whole defensive thing. So his base form, three key spheres as opposed to four, and one rainbow key sphere as opposed to um, two. Now, on his Super Janemba form, I would have I would rather him greatly raise attack and defense for one turn. Be the honestly the big thing for it. Though it's a very powerful unit, I wish he would greatly raise attack and defense for one turn. And um, I wish this is a, he's another one that is not he's not limited because he has there's just a lot of um, uh, orb mechanics that he has with him a whole lot. Like even like I said again, he gets um uh three or more type spheres, he gets an additional forty percent, and he gets another and he gets a fifty percent dodge chance for um one rainbow key sphere. I wish this Janemba, if you got like a new it's like a certain amount of orbs, we'll take STR Super Saiyan 3 Broly as an example. STR Super Saiyan 3 Broly gets a chance to do an additional he gets a thirty percent chance of launching an additional super attack with three or more tech key spheres obtained. I wish this Janemba had that same kind of effect where if you get uh we'll say four key type key spheres he has a chance to uh he has a medium a 30 percent chance to do an additional super attack in his passive that would allow him to do a lot better offensively and defensively because once you transform if you use them you realize that he's um lacking he's lacking oh so much in the defensive department as opposed to his fat form Next one we're going to talk about is going to be um, one of my favorite units in the game, one of my favorite intelligence units in the game, Future Gohan. Transformation Future Gohan. Future Gohan here. He is a Bond of Master and Disciple or Hybrid Saiyans category, 3 key, 170% to attack and defense, HP and attack, excuse me, and 130% defense. His, de his super attack greatly raises defense for one turn and causes immense damage to enemy. Passive skill. Attack and defense was 100%, reduces damage by 58% when HP is 58% or less, and Bond of Master and Disciple category allies one key 30% stats and transforms when conditions are met. When conditions are met, you have to have 58% or more HP with a Trunks uh, ally on the team, Kid and GT excluded from the fourth turn of battle. And he can transform into Super Saiyan, where he um, raises attack and, attack and causes immense damage to enemies. Gives himself 100% attack, reduces damage by 58%. He gives himself one key 
and 30% attack and defense per, per Bond and Master Disciple category ally attack in the same turn. He is included, doesn't say that. And launches an additional super attack when there's an Androids category enemy. So, uh, Gohan here. Very good unit. He's very defensive if you when you pay attention if you pay attention to his kits, especially in um, slot two or after he super attacks. But he does have some flaws to him. One big flaw that me personally I don't like is I wish his um support was too key in 30% stat attack and defense. Just because of um, you know Bond of Master Disciple is a lot of hybrid Saiyans. Or Saiyans that have like over the flash or uh what over some of those key links, I can't remember right all of them right offhand. But they have those, but not all of them do. So if you give an additional key, it would help out the team a whole lot more. That'd be that's honestly in the base form the biggest thing. Aside for him is HP re uh, reduction. Is HP reduction damage reduction? I wish wasn't 58% or less. I wish it was if there was a future trunks on rotation. So if we had another, so let's take tech future trunks on rotation with this Gohan. He reduces damage by 58% as opposed to. And make him a lot better defensively. And it could also it also utilize something that's about let's say utilize. It'd also be another thing of um how you want to do this. Because he's another one of those units that is caught with the problem of force transformation. Where you know he just transforms, you have no control over. So I wish this is another one of the units I wish was an active skill transformation. Because it would be another one of those things that would benefit the um unit in both aspects of it. Because this Super Saiyan Future Gohan, if he had a base Future Gohan supporting him, he'd be doing a lot better offensively and defensively. And it's kind of upsetting that it is a forced one. Who knows? I'm still hoping, hopeful for um, uh, part two of the Christmas thing on JP. We're going to get uh, LR Future Gohan into trunks. I'm really hopeful for him. But um, let's see, looking at his thing, uh, I wish he would get an, a, like 35% attack and defense per cat. Uh, Bond of Master and Disciple category allies on the on the team as opposed to just 30. That's just me being picky. That additional 15% is not going to be a whole lot. But at the same time, it kind of is. Because there are going to be some events. If you don't have a future Gohan rainbowed, he's not going to be doing anywhere near as good as he could with, um, you know, another event. Just because of his not lack of defense, but the fact that he only has damage reduction with no kind of defense does kind of make him a liability in some events. Not a whole lot, because damage reduction works really, really well in um, some events, just because of the um, thing of said unit. Now we're going to go on to the next one, which is another... He got an easy A. It's STR Janemba, STR Super Janemba. STR Super Janemba, he has three key... Uh, and 130 to stats to extreme strength type, or three key and 90% to stats to a super class. Super type. The super attack causes immense damage and massively lowers enemy defense. He gives himself 100% attack and defense and guards all attacks to start well, unconditionally. He has a 30% uh, chance of evading enemy super attack. He gets an additional 10% chance to dodge with each attack evaded for that turn. So if you dodge one attack, he then gets an additional, he gets a um, 40% dodge chance, then 50, then 60, so on and so forth. Meaning he has an infinite stat dodge stacking mechanic. Now, one thing I mentioned earlier 
actually like three or like two or three of them ago was Tech Janemba, who needs Rainbow Key Spheres and Type Key Spheres to do his absolute best. One thing I'm highly disappointed in that Doken did was they didn't make STR Janemba a Rainbow Orb Changer. Had they made him a Rainbow Orb Changer, it would have made Tech Janemba look a lot better than what he actually is because he'd be able to get his damage reduction more often. Theoretically, it'd be a lot easier to get his support than it is. And it would overall benefit the team itself because some of his teams he got are not the best when it comes down to he. So I wish, that's like honestly the biggest thing for him is I wish that he had the ability to, to change key spheres to rainbow spheres. It would be like, because it would literally benefit his team in so many ways. Not just for him and Janemba. That's pretty much all I have for him. So we're going to hop into my eighth unit, which is, um, let me go find him. I'm actually scrolling, scrolling through him on my thing. I've got to make sure I have the unit actually phrased right. I think I know them. There he is. Super Saiyan 3 Broly, which, you know, I've already made mention of Super Saiyan 3 Broly. We all know how good this guy is. He is extreme type key 3 and 130% tat to all stats. And he is 3 key 90% stats to super tech uh, units. His super attack uh, causes immense damage and massively lowers defense. And his passive is passive. If you know what his passive is, you know why he gets talked about. He gives himself 120% attack and defense. Plus an additional 12% attack, however, minus 6% defense per keysphere obtained. So this Broly, back before he got his EZA, could literally zero his defense out. Making him a very, 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 very terrible unit. Even nowadays, he's a very terrible unit. He hits hard. He hits like a freaking truck. But no. He's not good. And then he also has a medium chance of launching an additional super attack with three or more tech key spheres obtained. So 30% chance to launch an additional with three techs. So overall, his biggest problem, in my opinion, there's some people out there that would say otherwise, but the biggest problem that this Broly has is his um, lowering defense on orb. Granted, he can't zero himself out, thank goodness, anymore, but lowering still with no additional defense to him does not work very well. There's two ways I would rebuild this unit. I would have him... I would leave the um, negative defense per key sphere of pain, but I would have him greatly raise defense on super. If not greatly, then massively, which is a very big difference. It's 50% and 100%. But you got to understand that this Broly is not defensive. Yes, he's a bit more defensive after EZA, but he's not defensive enough. So if you gave him the, um, we'll say, greatly raising defense, or we'll say massively raising defense, he starts off a mine starts off without 120k defense. You get him down to 70k, he'd then be hopping up to 140k defense. So that's not much different than what he'd actually be starting off with. The other one would be um, have him raise defense on super. And then along with the raising defense on super, have him complete, just completely get rid of the negative effect per orbs obtained. So just 12% attack per orb obtained as opposed to 12% minus 6%. 12% attack up, but minus 6%. Just because, like I said, it's kind of bad that this unit is built like that. So we don't have the 
he doesn't get as much use as he should because of that aspect right there. And then back to the um, raising defense, like the Great Lean stuff, he has a 30% chance to do an additional, being this Broly could theoretically get himself up to if he was massively. If it was massively and he had 70%, he'd have massively 70% to 140. Then he'd do that second one to 210. I believe that's how it works. Then it'd go up to 280. And if not, then he'd be 140, um, 280, then 560. Which I think would be a little much. But you know what? I would ultimately be okay with something like that. Just because Broly, all Broly's have always been just freaking beefcakes. They're tanky as all get out. Broly's in game are made with no defense, and it flabbergasts me that they would even do something like that. Like this unit, like this character in the anime movie, walked through a Kamehameha like it was nothing, and get hit by a Cyberman for forty thousand damage in a Super Saiyan three state, which you would think he'd be on par. Me personally, just considering how strong Broly's always seemed to be, Super Saiyan three Broly could theoretically be on par with Super Saiyan God. That's just me saying it, but it's how Broly's been portrayed. I don't think that's actually the case, but with how his character has been portrayed, Super Saiyan 3 Broly, one, should be a giant muscle, two, should the should be close to on par with Super Saiyan God, if not a little less. Than. So, yeah, Broly needs defense. I think everybody can agree that. Even if we just gave him, they just took out the defense, minus defense thing, everybody would be happy with that as is. I could be wrong there. I hope I'm not wrong. People out there, if I'm wrong... I don't want to be wrong. Why are you? Why would you assume that that's bad? Why would you want that? Because I know somebody out there who thinks Broly's... Me, personally, I can understand why they do that. Because Broly has such a high offense. But he's literally the example of a glass cannon. Especially before EZA. And that's why I really don't like it. I like the unit. I like using the unit, but I don't like using the unit. I only use them when there's nothing else to do. And I know there's only one way to win is to just power through the unit. Ooh, a lot of talking. <laughs> I'm not used to this. I'm used to having buddies with me to um talk. But hey, I'm going to be able to reach my like 45 minute quota at least. So woo, go me. I need my fanfare, my, my applause. Woo, go me. All right, next unit is going to be a much more recent one. Not even a year old yet. And that unit is Intelligent Super Saiyan Blue Evolution Vegeta. Now hear me out. This is something a lot of people have griped at. And I think as I go into it, you're going to agree with me out there, players. So just hear me out. But let's go over his kit really quick. He is powerful comeback or reps of 7, 3 key, 170% to stats. Super attack, well 12 key, colossal causes colossal damage to enemy and high chance of performing critical hit for one turn. So he gives himself the 50% crit chance for one turn on his 12 key. 18 key. Um, it gets colossal damage to enemy and then gives himself 50% chance to crit for the turn. So if he does one so if he does one super attack, for all of you who know, if you don't know, this is going to go a little thing. Explanation. If he does his 18 key, he gives himself 50% chance to crit. If he gets an additional super attack afterwards, it's a guaranteed crit because it stacks on itself. I found out whenever I uh, did the unit, or I guess, um, talk about a year ago or so, that um, it wasn't like that. I, th I said it didn't stack, so I was wrong there. But his passive, which is long, so be wary. 150% attack and defense reduces damage by 
uh, plus an additional damage de deduction plus 10% within the same turn after each attack received up to 30%. So he'll be able to get up to 40% damage reduction if he's hit uh, three times. If three, he gets one key with each attack performed up to five. Medium chance of launching an additional super attack, that's a 30%. If HP is 50% or less at the start of a character's attacking turn after a character receives seven or more attacks in battle, uh, you revive with 70% HP if you die within that turn. So if you're hit seven times uh, through the entirety of a battle, you are, he comes in the next rotation with less than 50% HP and you die, you can activate his revive. Which allows you just to come back with 70% HP. So these revive units are really powerful units. And then he also has an active skill, which can be activated with 50% or more HP starting from the fourth turn, which is just a mega colossal damage to all enemies. So pretty good. Honestly, really good. Now, one thing out there that a lot of people I have heard have griped about in this unit is um his defensive abilities. His defensive abilities are um Mostly re reliant on the damage reduction. I one thing I've seen people wish is um two things actually. Me personally, I'll go with what I want first. Is he gets up to forty percent damage reduction if he gets hit three times in one turn, he'll have forty percent damage reduction for the rest of the turn. Not the rest of the turn. No, no, that's how he actually is for the rest of the event. Just because let's say if you start on a uh, turn with um. 10% you get supered right off the bat you're still you're going to take a lot more damage as opposed to if you had 40% right out, right out of the gates that was one thing another thing one I saw people talk about is um this Vegeta having the physical future Gohan effect where he um at each turn he gets an additional 10% damage reduction up to 40% which I would be okay with that too without it I would be okay with that it would help him out but it wouldn't at the same time. The getting hit is honestly it will be a lot better build for him. So if you're a player out there that thinks that would think that he needs the physical future or Gohan thing, that's honestly it's not a bad idea. But it would just be it wouldn't work out as well as you would hope it to be because one turn to be 10%, the next 20, 30, 40, that's eight turns right there. If you're in an event that can last eight turns, and that's if you get him on um, turn slot one. Or slot two. Whatever, however you want to say it. It's either four or eight. It's every other turn. And then um, his other thing is his key-up mechanic. Personally, his key-up mechanic bothers a lot of players, me included, where it's with each attack performed. Because him being an intelligence-type unit, he does not have a high chance for the um, additionals like AGLUI does. So, though he has a 30% chance built in, it's still kind of challenging to get that in because it's a 30 percent that's less than a third of each top every event that it's going to do something like that. i wish as opposed to each one we swap out like the damage reduction if he just started off if you got if he gets uh a key for one key for every time he's hit along with damage reduction so yeah he gets hit five times he boom has his 40 percent damage reduction for the rest of the event and then he has his five key right out of the gate. Whereas you take AJO UI Goku, he can dodge five attacks, theoretically slot one, and then he'll have his, his key up for the entirety of the event. So you have that right there for this unit would benefit him offensively. It would benefit him defensively with a damage reduction if it lasted the whole event. 
I don't know. Maybe in six years, whenever he gets an easy A, that's what they'll do. It'll be nuts. To th it's nuts thinking about those easy A's. Like, they're still... AGO, UI, and Vegeta are still top, like, 10 uh, LRs in the game. Imagine them getting an easy A. Like, imagine AGO, UI, Goku hitting, like, an 8 million attack stat at 12 key. I don't think that'll be the case, but if that is, ooh, boy, that is gonna be nuts. And speaking of nuts, we're on the last unit. It's nuts that I've actually been able to do this. I'm really, I'm not, I really didn't think I'd be able to do this. Honestly, it's a lot of talking. My jaw kind of, <laughs> my jaw hurts. As much as I like talking, it helps to have other people here with me. So, um, yeah, hopefully next so can win. Dale and Will will be able to be with me. And if not, I'll be, I'll get something figured out. So, my final unit of the evening, well, I'm recording this in, at night, actually, but the final unit for today is my first Dokenfest unit on my um, global account. At least this global account I have. Actually, my first global account in general. My original one never actually got an, a, a Dokenfest unit. AGL Super Vegito. AGL Super Vegito is a unit that disappointed a lot of people after his EZA. So let's go over his unit. Uh, Super Vegito here. He gets four key, 100% stats to AGL type. Perfectly okay. Perfectly acceptable for the era he was in. He was three key, 70% to stats. Uh, super attack causes immense damage to enemy and, and raises allies attack by 35% for one turn. Very good. 40% and his passive. He gives himself an attack and defense with 40% within the same turn after receiving an attack. Receives enemy super attack when HP is 40% or less, and reduces normal attack damage by 80% and counters with tremendous power. One thing that people did not like about this EZA be included was AGL Super Vegito back in his heyday when he first came out was the king of Doken. If you talk to players who've played for a long time and ask what units broke the game, like, honestly, upon release, I feel like a lot of them would say AGL Vegito. Because of his damage reduction back in the day, he could always hit a very good number. <clears throat> As someone who's used him for a very, very, very long time. He was always very offensive, and even defensively, if he, if he, as long as he didn't get supered. That's always his biggest pro been his biggest problem, is if he gets supered, it hurts. But um, we're taken to this account of this new Vegito I'm going to talk about. Where Vegito here, I would want him to get unconditional 50% attack and defense at start of turn. On top of everything that he's going to be, that I say he's about to be doing. Because 50% attack and defense right there would benefit him already. Because that's higher defense than what he gets with his actual passive after he gets hit. Have this active at all times. Have him also get an additional 50% attack and defense for three turns after receiving an attack. So, like, Intelligence Shinemba, for players out there who don't know it, he gives himself 90% he gives himself attack and defense at start of turn, I believe. And then he gets an additional 60% attack, I think is what it is. I could be wrong. Make sure you go look. Let me go um, look at it. He gives himself an additional attack buff after he gets hit for three turns. Where are you, Janemba? Janemba? Where are you? Why can I not find you, Janemba? I don't know. There you are. Okay. Yeah, he gives oh 70% attack and defense to start a turn and 40% attack. I don't know why I was thinking that. Oh, he's 90%. That's why. He's 90% lead. 
Well, that's, a, that's a mistake on me. Hey, he gives himself 70% attack and defense, and then whenever he's hit, he gives himself 40% attack for four turns. So I wish Super Vegito had an effect like similar to that, where he started off with the um stuff, attack buff, and then after he got hit, he got the buff for another couple of turns, stacking on top of it. Allowing this unit to be a lot better. Of a whole lot better than what he actually even is now. Because this, he was very, like the players were disappointed with his EZA because the king did not take his throne back. And I will, some players will argue that he did. Dale's one of them that he loves the EZA. So if you like the EZA of Vegito, there's absolutely no judgment here. I love Super Vegito. He's one of my favorite units in the game. But if you saw him in his heyday, like his literal beginning of the day to now, he was more impressive as his original debut than he was after EZA <clears throat> because of everything he could do. Continuing on with Super Vegito here, if you fall below 40% HP, you would get to see enemy super attack. I would want this Vegito to always be able, just be able to foresee super attacks on the rotation he's on. Like uh, Physical Piccolo. If Piccolo's on rotation, he can foresee enemy super attacks for that turn. STR Jace. It's units like those. He can see the super attacks for that rotation. I would want this Vegito to do it because, you know, Vegito counters normal attack. So it would be very beneficial to him if he allowed himself to see the attacks more often. And then the final thing I would change about this unit would be whenever you fall below 50% HP, you get a 50% chance to crit on each attack. Whereas you take STRLR Vegito, Super Vegito, he's very offensively because he has a 30% crit chance in his passive. Imagine AGL Super Vegito with a 50% crit chance in passive if you fall below a certain HP threshold. Doing that, this Vegito would rise to of much higher level than he actually was, is now, and make him be very similar to how he was pre-EZA. Pre-EZA. We'll say. Trademark. Maybe. I don't know. If somebody out there trademark it, don't trademark it. It's mine. Please. Please let me have this. <laughs> I don't ask for much. Please let me have this. <laughs> I don't ask for much. But, yeah. Super Vegito here. So come the final product for him. 50% attack and defense at start of turn. If he get when he receives an attack, he gets 50% attack and defense for three turns. He can always foresee enemy super attacks, and he can also, if he fall below 50% HP, he gets a 50% crit chance. And that would benefit him, his teams, in this unit. Now that it's just me here, it's gonna be. I mean, I'm still gonna go over the final thing. We'll talk about our um our next thing we're gonna talk about. And our next topic, which Dale and Will should hopefully be here. Guys, if you're listening to this, please, don't make me do this by myself again. But it is going to be Doken when? When? <laughs> it's Doken when, always. But Doken then versus Doken now. Where we're taking an example of how teams were built back in the day versus to how they were, are built now. Or damage from back in the day to damage now. Because that's a very big change. Without a doubt. But I gotta go through and do my single summons, right? I got I'll do two of them. I'll do two of them. The first one is I got Piccolo and Krillin. Alright, flying in. Goku turned Super Saiyan. If I get an SSR, I'm only doing one. I don't think I'm getting an SSR though. Please. Hmm. 
SSR. No, I got an SR physical cell. And can I beat myself with my summon? Or am I going to lose in my summons? We're going to find out. Boo and Yamcha. Man, Super Saiyan again. Can I get another SR? Can I beat my SR cell? And verdict is... Yes! I got an SSR! I got Intelligence Android 18! Alright, I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm not okay with it, but I'm okay with getting an SSR in a single, meaning I win! I lose too, but I win! Yeah, thank you all for listening to Doken Win. I've been your only host, so hopefully I haven't bored you to death. It's possible. If not, who knows? You may have liked this more, um... I guess we're going to say info informal Doken Win. Uh, formal, 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 not informal, formal. It's more informational based Doken Win as opposed to other ones where we just mingle with each other and then we go into Doken Wars. I've been talking Doken this entire time. So thank you all for listening. Go check out Doken Win on um, Spotify, which is where if you are listening on Spotify, thank you. Go check it out on YouTube under KH Houser. And if you are on YouTube, go check it out on Spotify, Spotify users the other way. If you're on YouTube and you want to keep listening to Doken Win, I have a playlist. I'll have it linked down below on the YouTube side. Sorry, Spotify listeners, but you're on Spotify. You can just click over at any moment's notice. But if you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and the bell icon if you want to know whenever Doken Win is uploaded on its every other weekly basis. And if you're on Spotify, give me a follow over there and then hit that bell, then hit the notification thing there too so you know whenever we upload. Why not? Just take a couple seconds out of your day. It's not going to affect anybody. And if you also want to see some TikToks and stuff, go check out Doken Win TikTok at Doken underscore Win underscore podcast TikTok, in which you see me just doing stupid stuff. I rank, an I don't rank animes. I talk about which animes are better. I make people mad. I talk video game stuff and Doken stuff. So yeah, there's that. And if you want to go join our Discord, come check out Doken Win Instagram, which is Doken underscore Win underscore podcast at Instagram. Go over there, message me. I'm, I'm always, I'm typically the one who's in charge there. Come join. Our Discord, we'd love to have you in there. We've got a fun little community there. So yeah, come and give that a listen. And if you want to be on Doken Who, which we have Doken Who's coming out. I actually uploaded one about a couple hours ago. Message me on Instagram or TikTok, either one, if you want to be on Doken Who, where I will get one of my buddies and interview you as a player so you can tell me your story. But with that, I'm going to uh, sign off. Have a nice night, everybody. <laughs>